Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Radio's A Date with Destiny for Monday, October the 21st. I'm your host, Lisa M. Saunders, coming to you from Baltimore, Maryland, as I will be doing every Monday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. This broadcast is being pre-recorded. This broadcast is being sponsored by Masterminds, LLC inspiring and empowering people to achieve a greater destiny and making it happen God's way incorporated once again i have uh we have another very special show for you this evening and i am so pleased to have co-hosting with me Ms. Teresa Hamilton, who is the CEO and founder of Making It Happen God's Way Incorporated, transforming your dreams into reality. Hello, Teresa Hamilton. How are you today? Oh, I'm doing very well, Lisa. I'm just so excited about the show today, and I just cannot wait for it to get underway. Me either, because we are super excited about the show this evening. Sharing with us uh, today is the beautiful, soulful, spirit-filled Miss India Irie, and we will be bringing Miss India on in just a few short minutes, so sit tight. For those who are tuning in via the computer, please click on the follow button on the left-hand side of the title so that you can receive updates on upcoming broadcasts and follow us on Twitter at Twitter at least LYSE101. That's least LYSE101. We are now available as a podcast and it's free. So go to the iTunes store, click on podcast and type in A Date with Destiny. You will also receive future episodes as well as being able to take us with you wherever you go. You can send me a message through this site if you would like to become a sponsor or to get more exposure for your literary work or business. You can send a message through my Facebook page, 
facebook.com forward slash a date with destiny 101 or you can leave a message via my website info at your destiny so now that we've gotten all the preliminaries out of the way miss Teresa, are you excited yeah.
you can never lose. And that's really yeah. that's the real truth. And always be uh, having those quiet moments and quiet time with them. And for me, I was just, I think the other day, Lisa, we were talking about, and I was sharing with you how I made that leap to just quit a job making pretty good, decent money and to just go out on my own with no unemployment. And, and I wouldn't recommend that for everyone unless God will lead you. But just to make a, right. a leap like that takes a lot of faith. And the only way you're going to be able to pull yourself through is with God on your side. Yes, yes. And and let's talk about that a little bit, Teresa, because we both have um taken a huge leap of faith in yeah. the in our career paths and choices that we have made and the biggest one was to go full time into entrepreneurship. Yeah. Um and who it's been a journey, um yeah. and it will continue to be a journey, <laughs> but it's how we react while we're on in that journey, it, you know, which what matters. And for me, I know that surrounding myself with people who are on uh, on that path, on that road, or who have already succeeded um, yeah. in entrepreneurship and and are really doing it and are successful in doing it. Um, you have to find those people and surround yourself with positive people at all times. All yeah. time. I'm going to yeah. say it again. Yeah. All time. <laughs> because. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes, yes. You know, and, that, and then I'm going to say it too. I'm going to step out there and keep it real, you know, and that includes family. You know, some of our family members, they don't, they're not going to get it. They will not understand. They will not get you. They will think that, you know, have you lost your mind? What are you doing? I, this is what I would hear. This, this, is, this is one of the things that I would hear. Oh, Lord, what is she doing now? <laughs> what is, what's going on? What, what's, what's the new thing that she's doing this time, you know? And at first it was like, well, you know, you, you felt like you had to defend yourself or defend the reason why you want to do this or you might want to go bungee jumping or you might want to do X, Y, Z. But now, you know, as you continue to move forward, you realize, wait a minute, I don't have to defend myself to anybody. This is something that I want to do. This is something that I feel as though I'm called and led to do. So, you know what, I am going to just do me. (laughs) You do you, God bless you and whatever it is you're doing, but I am going to continue to do me. And you know what, Lisa, in in talking about that, one of the things I discovered is that by taking that leap of faith and doing what was in my heart to do, you know, with God's help, I I now have the most rich life. I mean, I get to spend quality time with my son, with my family, before my mom passed and my dad passed, I didn't have to worry about, you know, getting back to work or not being able to take time off. I can take wonderful vacations. There is just so much richness. And, you know, um, yes, time financially was a steep one, but it was well worth it when I think about the quality of my relationships with my friends and my family now. So I would, you know, we always think about, oh, the first thing we think about is money. And we really have to understand that money is not the most important thing yeah. in our lives. We really have to yeah. kind of get to that point. And when you follow your passion and your heart, you realize that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You
you know, and that's so funny that you should bring that up because in India, one of my favorite songs of all time that India has done, and this and this one is the, is, is uh, the second now, um, uh-huh. but um, there's hope. I love that song. Uh, there's yeah. hope, and one of the lyrics in there, she talks about money. She says, you know, um, a little was oh, a little was complicated, but a lot was a little. Too, no, she said a little didn't satisfy me. A million didn't something, but then she was talking about how a lot of money was really overrated, you know, uh-huh. and it wasn't really about the money, but it's about the love in your heart. And, you know, it doesn't cost a thing to smile. You don't have to pay to laugh, and you better thank God for that. I mean, that is so true. And we're hearing yeah. from someone who has made, you know, uh, uh, hit that million-dollar mark. And um, here yeah. she is, you know, with, with all the, the, you think, the fame and the likes yeah. and her name and the Grammys and all of this. And it still wasn't, you know, that wasn't it. It was still what was yeah. inside of her. She was seeking. She was on her own soul-searching journey which, I, yeah. you know, she will share with us um, when we bring her in. But I just, you know, in you, for example, you know, when you, you were making very good money, Teresa, when you decided, yeah. you know yeah. what, I can't do this anymore. You were being called to do something bigger and better, you know, yeah. that will sustain not just you in this time, but it will sustain your son and his children yeah. and children's children yeah. and so on and so forth. So yeah. you want to talk about that for a second? Well, yes, I think um, the reason why you always have to have your ear listening uh, to, you know, having a relationship, like I said, for me, it's God, for for others, it may, you know, they may call him differently, but for me, it's God. And I remember it was actually February or 2004 when God specifically spoke to me and said, you know, this job will pretty much be your last job that I was currently working on. And I was doing quite well, as I said, financially. I didn't have, I was single, I didn't have a care in the world, I didn't have any kids, and I had a, a you know, a pretty decent life. But it was still, even though the money was good, and I loved work, my work because I was a researcher for um, uh, one of the, the uh, it's actually one of the best uh, research firms in the country. Um, and I was doing quite well. But and I love the work, but I just it just didn't feel like that was all there was in my life. Right. I just felt right. something was missing. And so when God told me that I wouldn't be there, He said, "I give you two years, two and a half years." And then He gave me a preview of what was going to happen. He said, "People are going to lose their jobs in droves." And I'll never forget that. And I just think that had I not taken that leap of faith, and you know, I was middle management. Possibly, I wouldn't have a job today, you know, because I wasn't the boss and I wasn't a worker. I was in between, so very uh, expendable. But anyway, I'm just very gracious to God and thankful because I tell people all the time, you'll hear me tell people, Lisa, that it is the best thing I ever did for myself. I just feel like the world opened for me. And once you make that leap, not only do I have one business, I have two businesses, I help with one, and I also have written a book. It's just like your creative side, that creative energy that we all have deep within us, and India will speak to this. Uh, it, you know, it, When you finally are able to let go and tap into it, it's a marvelous and miraculous. It's, it's really creation at its finest. Yes. So I would really yes. encourage your listeners 
audience as we listen to India and so forth to really reach out um, for their dreams and for their purpose. And even if they don't know it, to start seeking out. Just ask God, you know, unveil, reveal to me what it is I'm supposed to do. And just like India's song says, and then you just go about doing it, you know. Um, exactly. Yes. Exactly. Well, now we want to, uh, uh, we're moving in uh, on to the moment that we've all been waiting for, and I want to just um, just play just a little bit of introduction. I want to, this song is so inspiring. I was playing it for the last 20 minutes, just preparing me for, to get me motivated to do the show and to get ready to speak to India, which we're going to bring her in within another couple of minutes. But I want the listening audience to hear, if you haven't heard this song yet, I guarantee you, once you hear it, you're going to want to go and download this from iTunes. So let's take a listen uh, and listen to the lyrics. Just listen to how positive and motivating the lyrics are. Here we go. India Irie, Just Do You. guys are going to have to stay tuned to the end of the show where I play the song in entirety. So now the moment that we've all been waiting for, born in Denver and later relocating to Atlanta as a teen, India Irie went from singing under a tree in the park to the Grammy Awards stage in five years, uh, earning seven nominations for her 2001 double platinum debut, Acoustic Soul, featuring her first 
single hit single video that was followed in 2002 by the platinum selling voyage to India's 2006 gold certified testimony volume one life and relationship and its 2009 sequel testimony volume two love and politics and India states sometimes you have to step back to move forward coming to that realization let alone taking that crucial first step can be daunting can be a daunting endeavor now on the other side of a self-imposed four-year hiatus india Irie returns with the most illuminating album of share with us today so we're pretty excited about that um but in the yeah. meantime while we're while we're holding and waiting for her to oh india's on the line hi india how are you i'm good how are you <laughs> Welcome to A Date with Destiny, um, India. I first just want to just thank you because I know that you have a very, very busy schedule, and um, we so appreciate you just taking a minute out to share with us and our listening audience. Um, we are big India Irie fans, yeah. and uh, your your story, which what motivated me to ask you to be a guest, was your Oprah interview. And when we sat and we watched that interview, I just was in tears um, because of the fact that it resonated, your story resonated so deeply within me because I could just relate to, you know, what you were going through or what you had gone through. Um, And we wanted to have you on today because that's what we do here on A Date with Destiny. We inspire people with our stories and our stories will help other people to say, you know what, well, I'm not the only one that has ever experienced, you know, or or have ever gone through this. So one of the things I want to say to you is thank you for just being so forthright and sharing and being open about your journey, you know, when you stepped away from the music industry, but you came back. (laughs) So could you just kind of share with us just a little bit of, like, what that was like for you and your soul-searching um, and what it feels like to be back. Well, first of all, thank you. Um, oh, I, I accept your kind words. On the on another hand, I don't really feel like a thank you is necessarily in order because I got so much out of being able to tell my story. There's a, mm-hmm. um, a quote that I love by Maya Angelou where she says, there's no greater agony than bearing an untold story inside of you. Mm. And it's interesting to be in the public eye. It's interesting to be in the public eye and realize that people just don't know you at all. It's right. hard. It's hard for me. It's hard for me. Some people like yeah. to hide behind their personas like that, and I don't. I, I'm, there's obviously I have a private life, but, like, the, the essence of who I am and my journey, and, you know, I chronicle it in my music. I like to really be understood and and I every, everything I went through in the last four years, which is what I talked about on Super Soul Sunday with Oprah, was this last four year period of spiritual growth and just you know having a breakdown and a breakthrough and all of that. This last four years, I have become um, more in touch with what life is really about, and so yeah. more than I ever did before. I had a story to tell, and I always had a story to tell because I just. I want to tell my story because I'm a writer. But more than ever before, I had a story to tell. And so being able to um, really just talk about it and say as much as I wanted to and for it to be, you know, 45 minutes and then for her to 
allow it to be two weeks because we didn't go thinking it was two weeks. I thought it was going to be one week. And so right. the, all that just made me, it brought a great deal of closure to that period and, yeah. you know, healing, obviously, because, you know, to have your story witnesses a great healing. Yeah. But I, you asked what it feels like to be back, and because you know the whole story from the Super Soul Sunday, I don't have to say all that, but right. as you can imagine, after going through all that stuff, now everything that uh, my my life feels, um, I, I value my life and my career and the success of my career and the the high regard my music is held in and the love that my audience gives me, like every single applaud or when the mm. audience is quiet, really listening to the words, I value everything so yeah. much more because I had to fight my way back, you know. And also yeah. I'm just having a good time because I have a life that is built and designed by me, not by my mom, yeah. not by the music industry status quo. Like my life is designed by me. And so right. even when it's a busy day or whatever, I feel good. And so I feel really good being back. And I didn't realize that so many people um, held my music so dear. I had no idea. Because yeah. I couldn't see it before because I was just, um, I was healing all the time. Like I said on Super Soul Sunday, yeah. I was always healing from a from a blow. Yeah. And I was just always, you know, you know, showing yeah. up a suture or something. You know, I was just always in yeah. a lot of pain. Because yeah. I knew that I was selling albums and stuff like that, but I didn't know what people were really feeling because I was out of touch with people and now I'm able to see it so much more clear. The other night in New Orleans, I stood on the stage and the audience was just singing all the words to me. And this happened many times, but it really just sunk in. They are singing these songs to me. Yeah. It feels good. I feel good. I feel really good doing that. Yeah, well, you just ought to, miss, because let me tell you, your song, I was saying earlier and, you know, while we were waiting for you to come on, one of my favorite songs, and this one now is right up there with it, is There's Hope. Now, that song right there is going to go, that's, that's history. I mean, that's going to go down in history because the <laughs> lyrics, do you know how much that song has blessed and helped me? And I still listen to it to this day. So now you have blessed me with another one. I'm like, oh, see, she done did it again. She done did it again. With I love this song. You know, and it's so funny how we can be, you know, you are a minister. You minister to us with, yeah. through your words and your yeah. music. And uh, as being a minister to, to uh, and a writer and ex- as creative and expressive as you are, like you said, you don't realize how many people that you touch. But I'm here to tell you now. <laughs> you touch everybody that listens to your music. Um, yeah. It's just phenomenal. And if I could, I think we still have a few minutes, a uh, few minutes, so I'm, I'm going to try to get in as much as I can with the time. Um, if you could just share a little bit about um, what was it, what was your breaking point, India? Um, and I know I've watched Super Soul Sunday. I don't know if the rest of my audience has or not. But if you could just share just a brief uh, little bit about what was your breaking point? What was the final straw that said, you know what, I cannot do this anymore, I just can't? Um, it started in the summer of 2009. Mm-hmm. And I was, oh, I spent my whole career trying to, um, trying to, uh, I don't have any better words, but trying to like it. <laughs> my whole career yeah. trying to like my career, like really just trying so hard to like it. And 
Um, by it, I mean all the different stuff, the way that I was touring, the way that we would travel, you know, the people that I was working with, just how things were. I was always trying to like it because people told me that this is how you do it. And right. by the fall of, by the summertime of '09, I was involved in a tour that I knew I wasn't supposed to be on. I had a, that took a huge financial loss on it. I so anyway, in short, all the stuff that I was afraid of having happen happened in the summer of '09. All of that. I lost money. I was embarrassed on stage. I was betrayed by people I worked with. I was, you know, this is all this stuff. My health was yeah. um, not failing by any means, but my health was really right. troubled, really troubled, and not life or death, but just troubled. And it, and it was too much to be traveling as hard as we were. And I, my health was in an issue. And so all that stuff was all happening at once. And that was all the stuff I was always trying to not have happen. <laughs> and then when it finally happened, yeah. I was like, oh, okay, so. There, well, now that happened, now I can just go ahead and just drop all this now. So right. thank you guys. It's yeah. been a great 10 years, and I'm out because <laughs> it all happened. <laughs> and then right. the empowerment came when I realized that the person was like, oh, it all happened, so now this is how it's going to be, so I might as well just quit now. And then a few months into that I quit thing, I realized, oh, it all happened. So now I can just go ahead and not do that again, but I can still be in the music industry. And take a chance at doing it the way I want to do it because it all happened. Like, I see what it's not. I see what it is. I know what I need. I know how to do this now. And so the breaking point was that summer and then leading into the fall of 09. And it didn't even feel, my brother, my brother said that he admired me for being courageous enough to fire the people that I didn't want to work with anymore and to walk away. And I said, I didn't see it as courage. I don't see it as courage. I see it as like there was nowhere else to go. I had to hit that, that breaking point. Like you said, everything just crumbles from under me. There was nothing else. I just, you can't stand yeah. where there's no floor. There was just nothing there. So yeah. I just, you yeah. know, went into this free fall and just let it all take a new shape. Yeah. And, you know, it's so I really appreciate you sharing that because we're always talking, especially to our young listeners um, that are out there who are aspiring to, to follow their dream, whatever it may be. You know, and how sometimes, you know, if you, one of the things I admire about your story um, is that you you didn't quit. You just were on a hiatus. And at the time, maybe you didn't understand that that was what was happening to you, but you are a writer. This is you. This is who yeah. you are. So you had to come back. <laughs> you couldn't just stay out there in limbo forever. You, this is your calling, and um, I just want you know I really appreciate you sharing that because um, you know our young people need to hear that. You know, and they, if if it can happen to somebody like India Irie, you know, who do you think that? Why do you think that you, it wouldn't happen to you? You know, but look what happened at the end. Look at the end story. You know, you came through it all, and you blessed us with a beautiful album, um, and I just really encourage everybody to download that album. Now, are you working on another album at, right at the moment, or are you just touring? Well, I'm glad you said that because I want to – I would say this to your young listeners as well. Yes, yes. For me, the, you know, I think that when you – you know how people say that your calling is really something that you would do for free? Uh-huh. Yeah. I, that was a decision I made. I I, wow. I am a writer, and I'm more than just a songwriter. I'm a writer. And so even when yeah. I was on that hiatus and I thought I was going to go back to college, I was going to go back to college for creative writing and philosophy because that's what I do. That's me. Wow. That's my natural, yes. you know, that's the place I feel most natural. And so I just didn't, I just felt like, you know, 
I won't be able to make all this money and be in the music industry and blah, 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 but that's okay. As long as I can still write and feel good. I didn't want anybody to take yeah. my joy and my passion from me. And so that's yeah. really where I got. It took me a while to get to that place of thinking, well, I can do it another way. And I thought college right. was what I wanted to do next, but I'm glad that music came back into my life the way that it did. And so to answer your other question, I'm not working on another album right now, but I'm a writer. It's what it's just what I do. So I, I'm always writing songs, and I'm sure that the songs I'm writing will be my next album, but I'm not actively working on another right. album. I'm just being me, and that's how it should feel, whatever you're doing. Yeah. To all yeah. the young people, yeah. that's how it should, it should feel like it's just you. Not that it's easy, yeah. but you know you can't not do it. Yes, yes, exactly. Oh. So I hope all of my, my listeners out there, you, you heard that. You know, it, it is your passion, and you would do it for free. Um, it, you yeah. know, um, but you know what? I always say, India, you don't chase the dollar. You chase your passion. And when you chase your passion, mm-hmm. the dollars just automatically come, don't they? That's what happened for me. Yeah, and it's yeah. almost like when you're doing what you love to do, whatever dollars that come is worth it. You know, it's like it doesn't even have yeah. to be a bunch. It's just I'm getting paid for what I love to do. I heard T.D. Jake yeah. say he didn't pray to be famous. He prayed to be effective. Wow. Oh, yes, I love that. And yeah. I was like, that right there, if people yeah. are moved by you, they're going to want to support you because they'll love you. Yeah. yeah. And they'll want to support you. So whether it's a dollar or a $100, you're happy because you're getting paid for what you love to do. Yeah. And, and I just wanted to say that in your writing, you know, Writing is, and, you know, songwriting is a lot like poetry in some respects and then your experiences as well. But the one thing that I've, I've noticed is there's such power in the words. And I don't know where that, like, when I when I hear you put the words, I'm trying to figure out where where is she getting all of this from. I wanted to know a little bit about, um, you know, how you go deep within in a spiritual way. What is it that keeps you grounded and just strong? Uh, that's a whole interview, really. Um, <laughs> because, I mean, in short, though, because I don't, I mean, for me, writing and songwriting and also performing is not, I mean, I hope to be entertaining and that people leave feeling moved and uplifted uh-huh. and um, fortified inside themselves and to remember that they are all the things that we sang about that night that it's just true, but I don't see myself as an entertainer. I see myself as a person doing a spiritual work, and yeah. so I approach it like that. That's, that's why wow. it feels that way, because and it's not gospel music, you know, but it's inspirational yeah. music, but it has that same yeah. high spiritual quality that you feel, yeah. that emotional quality that you feel at church or in gospel music. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's because it is a spiritual work, and so, like, on a really practical level, I pray for my songs. Like, even when I have a song that I know the song is not, Come, the song has not come to life yet, but I know there's something I want to write about, or I know there's a way that I want to reach people. Like, um, uh, I mean, you can name any song, really. Um, let me think, um, River Rise, which is one of my favorites of my own. I remember writing that song and saying, I want to write a song for people who are going through something that they feel like they will never be able to make it through. Wow. And right. I pray that. I actually pray that, and then I let the words come, and I hear them, and I ask to hear them, and sometimes they like I'll be thinking about it all day, and then it'll come in my sleep, or I'll be thinking about it all day, and I'll just go take a walk, and I'll be like, oh, I got it, you know, like that. Mm-hmm. I just, you yeah. know, I pray first, I pray first, and then I listen. 
Right. Yeah. Well, you can so it has, you know. Yeah, that this, that that spirit is moving through your song. I mean, you can hear yeah. it. You feel yeah. it. It's just definitely. It's, it's amazing. It's like electrical shock. That's how. Yeah. How it feels <laughs> when you're listening. Yeah. Well, Thank India, you. look, I, I just like our time has run out, um, and I don't want to keep you, you know, too, too longer than we we stated. But I just once again uh, just want to thank you um, for coming on and sharing a piece of your journey with us and, and our listening audience. And we just we love and appreciate you, yeah. India, and we will continue to pray for you and send you yeah. oceans of light and love. Um, and it's just thank you. Thank you, thank you, and thank you. <laughs> and hopefully one day, thank look, you. hopefully one day we can get you to come back again when you, you know, you have another album or anything that you want to promote. All you have to do is just give me a holler, and you've got that. Okay, and hopefully one day you'll come see a conversation. Yes, yeah. I would love yeah. to. <laughs> I would mm-hmm. love to. I have to keep in touch and, fit, and find out where you are, and if you're anywhere close to okay. uh, in the, on the East Coast, we're going to be there. We'll be there in November. So I'll okay. see you there. Oh, you? Our concert, I don't call my concert a uh, concert. It's called A Song Conversation. So now you have to come see okay. what it is. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. You heard that, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Now, and I'm going to ask you real quick, <laughs> November. Where are you going to be in November? Um... She's all up and down the East Coast. So we're going to be in, in Virginia, in D.C., New York, Philly, oh, Boston, Connecticut, all like that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, so D.C., yeah. Teresa, that's yeah. us right there. We'll be there. <laughs> so, India, thank you so much. I know that you're busy. And, again, we appreciate you. Thank you, thank you, and thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. All righty. Okay. Bye-bye. 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 Mm-hmm. That was India Irie, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, I just can't tell you how much I just love her. I just yeah. love her. Wow. <laughs> she has now, the warmest spirit. Yeah, and now we know because when we listen to her music, I'm telling you something else is going on. <laughs> That's how I yeah. feel when I hear her sing, unlike others, especially younger, you know, younger artists. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. You know, you can just tell tell that there's something else going on. Well, you know what it is, Teresa? You know uh-huh. what it is? I, here's the word. Here's the word. Anointing. Her yeah. music is anointed. Yeah. It yeah. just is. She's yeah. a very, very yeah. special woman. And, yeah. um, and, and just knowing that God had his hand on her in those four years of her hiatus, yeah. I, I tell, you know, it's like my story. It's just my story. And yours, mm-hmm. too. You know how, you know, I know I had been pulled out of, I'm going to say society, literally mm-hmm. pulled back um, from just about everything that was familiar to me in order for me to, you know, go deeper within my spiritual walk. And um, that's why when I was watching India on the Super Soul Sunday, I had tears. Mm-hmm. I had tears because I, I could feel what she went through. And you know what? When you go through that, when you decide that, okay, you know what, I, I can't do X, Y, Z anymore. I've got to do me. And when you yeah. decide to do that, it's, you go through some changes, and it's <laughs> painful. It, it's yeah. painful. There's mm-hmm. a lot of pain involved in that process. But let me tell you something, it's worth it. 
It is. <laughs> it is so and worth it. Because remember last week when we had Nancy on, uh, Nancy Jackson Johnson, and she was talking about being free. It's the same yes. thing. Yes, yes, yes. It's so you liberating. Know, it is liberating. And we don't, you know, we really, I guess the other thing is, and as I'm out of the kind of rat race, unfortunately, and we send up and lift up prayers uh because our government is shut down now. Um, but, you know, once you take a step out and really follow your passion and do whatever is in your heart, like India said, you know, really writing is her passion. She could do it for yes. free. You know, yes. the entertainment is like a sidebar. She does it, and she mm-hmm. does it ex- exceptionally well. However, mm-hmm. um, once you start getting into your passion, the, the liberation, the freedom, it's just like, like I said, I, I really feel like you're opening up a new world for yourself at that moment. Yes. Yes. And just the courage, you know, she mentioned um, when you're doing it, when you do stuff like that, <laughs> you don't even look at, you don't even think about the word courage. You know, yeah. you don't even <laughs> think that that's what you are doing. Oh, I'm doing this because I have courage and I'm strong. Okay. No. You do it because it's necessary, and then when yeah. you take a look back at it, you realize, wow, it did take courage to do that, didn't it? <laughs> yeah. You yeah. know, because yeah. think about it. And I want my, I want my, especially, you know, we talked to our younger audience last week, and I'm, I just feel again that this message is for them. Um, you, if you think about where she was in her career, I mean. You know, she was nominated for the seven Grammys, and she's out there in the limelight. You know. Her life was on public display. So yeah. when we go through stuff like that, we get to do it behind closed doors. Nobody knows what we go through unless we share with them. But for somebody yeah. to be out there like that, and it's just like, you know, and can you imagine the people that she had in her employee, you know, all yeah. the things that were going on? You know, it just amazes me that, we always look at the the finished picture. We don't know what a person is going through. Yeah. You know, yeah. while they're going through, we don't see the behind the scenes. We don't know the the tears that she has shed. Yeah. <laughs> you know, with along with the success that she has made. But then again, yeah. everybody defines success differently, don't we? Yeah. And you can hear her what I would call her truth and her integrity. Ah. Because yes. she could have gone along with, you know, status, status quo. Status mm-hmm. You know, and it's so easy. And I think that out here, and right now, I just feel like there is a sea change in 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 where we are at this time in history. And I think that a lot of things, like the computers and all, have afforded us to to be well connected to one another across the water. It doesn't matter. And yet we've got so many opportunities. And I always think that when we're not, when we're just kind of going about our lives status quo without thinking much, without changing much, without listening to our heart, to our passion, to our truth, then we are holding back all of the wonderful gifts that we can give to the world and to others. I mean, what if India decided to hold that gift? You know, yes, she went through that she made a stand, and then after she yeah. made the stand, she said, you know what, yeah. I'm going to come back, I'm going to come back even stronger, and I'm going to do it my way, you know. Yeah. And, and with 
you know, with God's help, I'm sure. But once we make that stand, um, that that's just the most, like we keep saying, free and liberating and doing yeah. it. <laughs> you know, just yeah. making things happen our way. You know, just really. Yeah, and you know. Uh-huh. Yeah, here's a quote. Here was a quote um, um, that I loved that she stated, um, and she said, I wasn't ready until now. I love where things are on and off stage. I trusted my intuition through every line and note of every song on this album, following the flow, and the ease of the flow is always a sign that I'm in the right place doing the right thing and that it's all I've ever wanted. And I created songversation from that place. First of all, I love the the the, the term songversation. Yeah. But yeah. she just, you know, she went on that that soul-searching journey. And sometimes, Teresa, I'm going to tell you, we don't know in the beginning that that's what's going on, that, you yeah. know, we're like, we've been called away so that yeah. a work can be done in us so that when yeah. we come back, we're back, we're better, we're stronger, you know, we're more spiritual, we're just ready. Yeah. We're ready. Yeah. 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 And, and um and, I just can't mm-hmm. Yeah, and touching lives like India through song is such and I just love what she said when she said, you know, when I sit down to write a song, I think about how I'm gonna you know, how I want this this song to affect people.
rule your inside of who you are or tell you what you should be doing. That's yeah. where we make the biggest mistake. We do yeah. not follow our intuition. We don't listen. We don't listen. Yeah. So, again, we just thank her for listening. Um, and I'm so glad that uh, she did not stay in that place. But she, whether or not she knows it's courage, <laughs> that she had the courage to come back. And I, I just thank her. I just thank her for that. Oh, I just thank that. What a lovely person. And I can't wait. We're going to keep an eye out for the D.C. Uh, when she comes to D.C. because we, yeah. we will be there. Yeah, we and will definitely it for her as well. Oh yes, definitely. Oh my goodness, yes. So when um I'll find out when that is um and then we'll just continue to promote it until the time when she does come, the closer it gets to to DC. So so Teresa, you know, um in in preparing for the show, you know, I always do the um let me leave you with this portion of the show. And again, I found an excerpt that really fits this occasion from my book. Um, Destiny okay. Awaits, The Pouring Out of Wisdom for Humanity to Drink. And I just wanted to share this little bit um, with everyone. It's from Chapter 10 out of my book, and the title the, t- the title of that chapter is Nobody But You. Mm-hmm. And uh, it says, you and you alone have the power to create your destiny. No one else on this planet can control what this life will bring you. Only you can do that. God has given each of us a great gift. Most people do not even acknowledge the gift because they don't realize that they have it. That gift is a gift of choice. You choose how you want your life to play out. There may be some great choices along your journey and some not-so-great choices, but you are the one who gets to decide that. When you open the window to your soul, you are allowing your inner spirit to flow naturally. You realize that where you are is where you are supposed to be. You realize that every decision, every choice that you have made has led you to the spot where you are now standing, and it is good. You have made it this far. When you look ahead of you, you realize that you can take the next step and the next step after that and move on toward what has been placed in your heart to do. You suddenly come to your aha moment and realize that it is okay to have a dream and to pursue it. You have a better understanding of how the universe works and that it was put here for you to have your heart's desire. You now recognize that you were given power and dominion over all the earth and that you are powerful beyond measure. You now know without a shadow of a doubt that God in his infinite wisdom has set you up with all the tools you ever needed for you to live out your life in complete joy and fulfillment. You and you alone have the creative rights over what your canvas will look like. You and you alone have the power to choose what your destiny will look like. So in going back to the title of our show, as long as you remember to just do you, everything will be okay. Everything will be okay. (laughs) So, Teresa, do you have any last words before we end it? All I can say is just uh, thank, I really want to thank India for just gracing us with her presence and the power of her words um, really resonated with, uh, with us. And we're just so grateful for her. And we will continue to pray for her continued 
success, not just financial, but her just spiritual success as well, just feeling very secure and being happy and in love with what she's doing on her own terms. And we will continue to send oceans and oceans and oceans of light and love her way. Yes, yes, yes. So that concludes our show for this evening. And I want to thank everyone for tuning in with us. And a shout-out to my family who are always loving and supporting me, and also to my friends and colleagues and all of my social networking sites. Miss India Irie, gratitude. Thank you for taking the time once again to share a big part of your journey with us. We are eternally grateful and hope you will come back again. And be sure to go to go to uh, um, and download um, India's album, Song of Versation. Um, so once again, Teresa, a big thank you for yeah. coming on and sharing your wisdom with us. Knowledge for knowledge is power, and when we know better, we do better. Also, don't forget to stop by my website, yourdestinyawaits.net, to get some extra motivation and inspiration. And like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash a date with destiny 101 and follow us on twitter at least lysc 101 we will be back on monday october the 28th at 6 30 uh, p.m eastern standard time and so we're going to end the show with india's just do you but before we do your mission if you choose to accept it is Take the necessary time to do a true self-evaluation. Seek God and learn how to love yourself first, because after all, you owe it to yourself to know yourself. Once again, I'm Lisa M. Saunders, and thank you uh, for tuning in to Blog Talk Radio's A Date with Destiny. Peace and abundant blessings, everyone.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.